Hey everyone, I'm Mitchell Ray, and you're listening to another episode of the Real Music Nashville podcast. This week I got to sit down with the Weird Sisters, and I was super stoked about this one because not only are the Weird Sisters the very first podcast I ever released, they are also the very first repeat guests that I've ever had on the show. Isaac and Gabby, the founding members of the Weird Sisters, came in studio to promote their latest single, Lost in the Chronic, which is out now on all of your favorite streaming platforms, as well as the music video for Lost in the Chronic, which is available now on their YouTube page. I absolutely love these guys and their music and pretty much every creative project they have going on now. Um, They have some pretty interesting video content that's going to be coming out soon so keep an eye out for that they have tons of songs in the bank and they're working on a new album and uh yeah so just keep a lookout for all of their crazy projects oh their website is awesome just go there and start clicking it's a huge wormhole but these guys are just a wealth of creativity and yeah just keep your eyes on them and what they have coming out If you have a single or an album that you'd like to have promoted on the intro to one of these podcasts, just email me at realmusicnashville at gmail.com and we can make that happen. Before we jump into the episode with the Weird Sisters, I just want to give you guys some quick updates on what we're doing here at Real Music Nashville. Um, July 13th, that's this Tuesday, we're continuing the Deconstructed Sessions, so we'll have a live podcast Tuesday, July 13th at 7pm with Chad Wilson and his guest. I'm even more excited to announce that we have our very first live show booked at The Basement. That's the original basement, September 1st. And uh, the lineup will be Lalani Kilgore, Meg Williams, and Haley Powers. This show is going to be absolutely awesome. It's featuring the best female guitarist I could find in Nashville, and it's called The Shred Shed. So keep an eye out for that September 1st as more details come out as we get closer to the date. Also, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe, not only to the RSS feed for the podcast, but to our YouTube channel and our various social media platforms. This really does help when we try to get promoters and whatnot on board. So hopefully we can eventually start paying some of these people that are helping put out this incredible content. All right, that does it for promos, updates, and plugs. Let's get into the episode with the Weird Sisters. We will transition here with a clip off their latest single, Lost in the Chronic, so enjoy. If you want the view, you know you gotta step back. I'm saying win or lose, just remember to laugh.
actually blown away by the changes that are in oh, yeah. this room, dude. Yeah, guys. It's been a minute. Y'all are the first repeat guest on Real Music Nashville yeah, and the first uh, podcast that I ever, um, you know, the first podcast I ever put out was you guys. So this I is fucking that. awesome. Yeah. No, thanks for having us sure. back, man. Yeah, for sure. Oh, thank you. If you want them, but it is early. Hey, you know what? I'm I'm down. <laughs> I'm down too. Beer. I'm down for. You guys beer. said you were at the yeah. Go ahead, man. Yeah. You guys said you were at the East Room. Were you playing, or did you just go to a show? <laughs> no, dude. We went to go see our buddies play, and it was awesome. Who was at the East Room last night? Um, Heaven Honey and Nordista Freeze and Hard. Okay, cool. H A R D. Yeah, have a rad day. Yes. Yeah, it was really cool. We had we had a good time. It was the first like you know show we've been out to for for so long. Um, and there were so many homies that we hadn't seen for so long. I mean, it was just, it was really cool. You go out to the East Room much? Um, I mean, I don't get to go out to too many shows, like as many as I would like to, because it seems like all the best ones are on like weekdays and stuff. And I always have to get up at like fucking 530 in the morning to go to work, you know, sucks dick. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, where, where are you working? Um, I do construction. So like, but like electrical stuff. Oh, cool. Yeah. Okay. That's how... All this came to fruition. I was like, well, I may as well spend it on something I enjoy, you know? <laughs> and something that we really need, you know, in this scene. I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, I mean, you mentioned there's lots of changes since you guys have been here. I mean, the first time you guys were here, it was just mic stands and we were sitting in a circle, you know? You guys have uh, had a lot of changes going on, too. I mean, everything you're posting on uh, Instagram is weird in the best way as always and uh you know i've seen just racks and racks of gear behind you guys just <laughs> yes he just has fiddling a, sick, he has a sickness <laughs> is what we both kind of do yeah. but most, mostly his fault so definitely my fault but you know kind of in the last i don't know i want to say like six eight months or something it's just been all about recording kind of got a fire up on our ass just about the whole recording thing so we did um a pure mix uh if you don't know what pure mix is if you're, you're 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 interested in recording so if you go on youtube and you're like oh, oh absolutely you, yeah. say, you know about pure mix it's like no i don't know what that is but i love gear and like production side of stuff well yeah yeah it's it's so nerdy and interesting um we did uh uh if you go on youtube and you type in like you know like how to how to eq a snare drum or something like chances <laughs> are like um Fab DuPont series pure mix is going to come up and he gets all these legendary engineers um, and sometimes musicians and producers and stuff and um, just films them doing what they do and, you know, puts it out as a video series. Well, we did a video series, um, a start to finish with uh, Vance Powell and basically we went into Blackbird and we wrote a song, cut it, recorded the whole thing, did all the overdubs and in like four or five days and they had they, we had live mics on they filmed the whole thing it was stressful as fuck you know yeah it, but, it, but it was but it was super cool like you know and, and it's probably come out next year or something but it kind of like we were always interested in recording we did our first records ourselves but um it totally it totally changed like our whole perception on um like it, it showed me how much i don't know and how much i want to learn and so we just really dive back into the whole recording thing. And so we've just been cutting so much stuff in our basement, and, you know. Yeah, dude, that's awesome. How'd you guys get hooked up to Blackbird? Well, the... Um, or did you have to pay substantially for it? or No, so the, the Pure Mix uh, series, they filmed 
you know, a, a day or so at Blackbird Studio A, and then we did the rest of the series at Sputnik, which is Vance's okay. studio. So it was we just were asked to do um, to do the series. Yeah. So we, so we didn't get paid anything, but we get the song. We get we the, had to keep the, the song, song, and we get yeah, to which keep the rights to it and everything, which is definitely awesome. worth it. Oh, know? that's like yeah. so worth it. Well, you're insane. in a room with these legendary engineers. Yeah. Like we're looking on the other side of glass in Studio A, and it's like <laughs> it's like okay, there's Fab Dupont, there's Vance, and like you know it's chill and everything, but there's and like, we're yeah. like. Well, yeah, yeah, <laughs> kind yeah. of, but it, it's, I mean, it's just the whole experience was just, you know, s- surreal. Yes. Yeah. And um, the song came out really well. We're, we're still going to do like, maybe like another overdub or two on it, but, um, you know, we'll have it wrapped up and it'll probably be coming out whenever the pure mix comes out. But it was a really cool project. It just got us so much more like back into recording. Like I realized just going in there, it's like, I didn't even know what questions to ask. And I was like, oh, this isn't good. Like I'm, I'm pretending I can, <laughs> I'm pretending I know how pretending to record. Pretending you can hang. Yeah, I can't hang. I'm an idiot. I'm still an idiot. But yeah. it's like, now I, I'm aware of what type of idiot I am. I mean, that's how this whole thing got started. I just started pretending like I knew what I was doing. And then, you know, I still, I mean, I'm learning. I think everyone's learning as, you know, as we go on all of this. And uh, yeah, I mean, I, I hate to say fake it till you make it, but it's kind of true. I, I see what you got going totally on. Totally true. And this is your setup here is insane. I, yeah. I mean, I thought it was cool the first time we came, but now it's like. Oh yeah, we're gonna keep growing. This awesome. is just this is still just the beginning. We're uh, we're doing so many uh, different projects here and everything now, just because the space is you know perfectly set up for live podcasting or live streams for bands and such. And, yeah. Um, you got a band in here the other day, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah uh, the oh fuck, uh, a tribe of horsemen. Yeah. I don't know if you've heard of them. They're pretty dope. I have, yeah. Yeah, um, but yeah, so like we're we're sort of moving into that, and uh, I'm trying to put on a live show. I've got Lilani Kilgore, oh, um, Lilani's so uh, cool, Meg Williams, and uh, Monica. No, it's not mine. It's Haley Powers. Um, I've got them. Those three awesome female guitarists. Um, uh, partially on board Lalani's definitely on board and uh i'm trying to pitch it to bowie's or whatever and yeah. um set up like a an all-female like shred fest you know oh hell yeah please i can't wait i will, I will be there i'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna check it out hey man, if only a, i can make it come to fruition it's been a long time since i drank yingling at like mm. 10 30 11 in the morning this is <laughs> i know right? I, i'm from pennsylvania dude i respect this day this drinking is, little yeah. hair little hair of the dog right now for sure. Yeah, oh, you yeah. guys were out late, huh? Yeah, we put him away last night, dude. Yeah, I <laughs> definitely. I was lit. I was lit. But you know, there's you gotta be a little bit lit if you're gonna be at the East Room. Oh, I yeah. mean, that's just that place is just always a good time. And I, it was my first time being there since our last show we played there in 2020. So yeah, you guys haven't been playing out a whole lot, or at well, least not that I've been following. You know, I haven't seen you guys posting. I guess you guys are just super, uh, just focused on recording, like you said. Yeah, yeah, we're yeah. we're in recording mode right now. I mean, like the whole last month was kind of getting um like the whole outboard gear situation talking to to itself <laughs> and it, and um we've built up quite a few tracks. So we just want to finish um like the remaining overdubs on like, you know, the songs that we have now. There's there's quite a few. Um but it's we'll, we'll get that done and then we'll we'll get it mixed and then hopefully, you know, we'll have the record wrapped up, you know, by summer and then we can get back into like a playing mode. And, yeah, that was something I was going to ask is, uh, so you guys are here to promote your new single out, Lost in the Chronic, yeah. which is fucking awesome. I love that. And the one that came out before that, um, uh, down, going, going Down. Going Down, down. yes. Yeah. Yep. That Freddie song's King awesome, song. too. Thank you. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, you guys are just, I guess, super in record mode, and that's what I was going to ask is, now that these singles are sort of slowly coming out, is it building towards an album? And it, uh, 
Uh, I mean, can you guys talk about that at all? Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, um, we got lots of songs, and um, we're, we we probably have about, like, you know, like 30, 40 worked 30 up. 30 or 40 that are, like, me anywhere from 50 70. to 80% there. Yeah, so yeah, somewhere in there. We just got to finish them and then send them, well, send them to mixing and then decide what will actually be on the album. So we'll probably gotcha. pick 10 or 12. But you have more than that in the bank? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. That's well, awesome. We how, have, many, we, how many do you think? Well, actually. Total? Oh, I, I mean, <laughs> Jesus, like, I don't know, probably close to 100. Like, yeah. I mean, Whoa. Yeah, yeah. I, we, I mean, we, it's, we sit down and record, and then it's like, you know, you, you get on a good idea, so you just open another session. And, and then you get distracted, and then, like, Yeah, because, I mean, we're, we're recording on, ta on tape, too. We have a, um, our friend Cohen is allowing us to use his Tascam 388, so we're doing a lot of stuff on quarter inch, and we'll, we'll cut a lot of stuff live, and then we'll, you know, maybe fuck with the very speed and throw it into Pro Tools that way and start doing overdubs that You know, it's just... It's it's all these different mediums and different ways to be creative with the actual, um, you know, with recording itself. It's you know we're we're trying to break all the rules because you know there's no sense in um we're, we're not audio engineers we're just musicians so we need to be cre right, creative right. as we can with it. Like the more rules we can break is probably you know we we found that we're getting um, more genuine results. Yeah, it's funny the disconnect between like the artist and then the audio engineer side of it. It's like the I mean, I know everyone has to wear a million hats these days if you're an artist, but it's like uh, uh, if you get too much into the audio production side, you sort of almost I feel like maybe you can't be creatively like your full potential as an artist uh, if you try to learn. I don't know if you fall too much into the production side. Yeah. Does that make sense? Oh, it's, it's so true. Yeah. And that's kind of we we reach a certain point. I, I guess you can call it a, a wall of sorts. And we just kind of looked at each other one day and asked a question, can we do this the best that it can be done? And the answer was no. Mm. So once we realized that, we decided to actually work with a producer for the first time right. ever, and now you just heard that song. So, Lost yeah. in the Chronic. <laughs> uh, hold on, I'm going to turn this AC off because I'm freezing. Yeah, okay. I, I'm, I feel like I'm getting smaller and smaller <laughs> in this chair, but it's it's cool. <laughs> like, I don't mind being a little bitch here, like, guys. <laughs> There you go. Oh, he's fine, fine tuning it. Okay, he's turning off the small fan. <laughs> yeah, some badass slippers, bro. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, I yeah. probably gave you the same compliment. I wore them last time, and I felt I was like, well, they're coming over, so I got to wear them again. <laughs> I love that you have. <laughs> All right, that. dude. <laughs> but um, yeah. So back to the recording thing. I don't know if we really wrapped on that subject at all, but like, um, uh, who's this producer you've been working with? Have you known him for a minute or? Uh, How did you kind of meet him and get and get all this going? Yeah, well, it's it's Vance Powell, um, which I don't know. I still can't even believe it because he's just so legendary. But he was our friend for a couple years first. We met at his house randomly one day uh, at his wife's birthday. And she, like, pulled me into the pool with her. I was <laughs> fully clothed in a dress. Nice. And we just kind of became instant friends and hung out for a while. And then he started Life. coming to shows and he was like, oh, I like what you guys are doing. And he started kind of giving us some little hints of things maybe we should try just with gear. And we took his advice. And then, I don't know, a couple of years later. So just now in January, we just cut this single with him. So Nice. Okay. Yeah. Um, last time you guys were here, you were talking about like some video projects that you've been doing. Are, can you talk any more about that? Because you were pretty like standoffish about it 
what this was maybe six months ago yeah uh, has any of that i haven't seen anything released on youtube or anything where is that going and kind of what oh, are you doing with it <laughs> oh great it, yeah no no it's it's like it's actually all like fixing to come out now we were kind of it wasn't even like standoffish it was just like i don't know we're kind of getting into this like new creative realm and it's like it's like should we talk about it how do we talk about it because we didn't know it's new it was, yeah. right but you know we spent um the last you know um like year and um last couple months really um we, we we film a lot um but either on our own but really with our friend real tom and you know he'll come in um from wherever the fuck he's at with with, <laughs> with, with i mean really he's dude. either in the desert or he's in the ocean working for the navy i mean that's not that both sounds awesome and awesome. the last part intimidating a little bit <laughs> I, yeah, I they're agree. just trying to count all the fish in the ocean. Yeah. No, no yeah. one understands. Yeah. Yeah. They're just pulling them up, counting them, throwing them back. But he's he's got a whole, um, you know, uh, we, we do, we, with with Tom, it's it's working all on um, analog with VHS and um, you know old you know Panasonic mixers and you know every everything in the last like six months has become rack mounted. That's all I can say. The video stuff rack mounted, the audio stuff it's all rack mounted. Like we, we're we're in that territory of nerdism right now. Yeah, I've seen the pictures. Like I was saying, it's just like. <laughs> In your Instagram, it's just walls of racks. It's, it's like wild. I'm looking at it, I'm like, I don't even know what half of that does. Uh, yeah. Well, and most people are like, do you even need all that shit? And we're like, yes. Actually, yeah. Yes. <laughs> to get what, what we're going for. Like, yeah. With the whole VHS thing, though, it's like you... um you We're, we're doing everything, you know, on, on a table. You got to transfer the tape, you know, to... um your computer and you know that you have to do that in real time so you gotta sit there and watch it and make sure you know tape and skip or you know something fuck up um watch your audio levels and everything and then we get it in premiere so it's 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 a longer process but it's so much more fun to work that way um just in an analog way and then you can kind of get it on premiere but we kind of do all of our stuff tom especially he'll edit all the stuff live with just um you just switchboards and stuff it's just you, you will set up you know like five or six cameras you just cut to this that and the other um, so the editing is really is kind of seamless, but it's all kind of snowballed to where we have a lot of stuff that we can just start putting it out now. And actually, I, I spent, Gabby and I spent the last um, couple of days just, we have YouTube videos scheduled to come out until September right now. Awesome. And, and then... Like scheduled to come out starting now until September. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like, you know, t- t- twice a week. And then um, we have the, the same same on Facebook too. So all these long form videos that we really can't, you know, they're longer than thirty seconds. So not, we're not going to put them on Instagram and shit. Right. But they're all going to be coming out on YouTube and Facebook. It's really exciting for for us anyway because it's just all this goofy shit that we've been making for the past year. Yeah, it looks. I mean, the snippets that you release and everything like they look really. I don't know, just fun and fucking weird, which is right up your alley. Uh, <laughs> it's whatever is, we feel like that day. I don't know. Right. So there, that's what I was going to ask. So there's no theme or anything with the video? Do they stand alone or is it so, like a series? Some of them are series. And yeah. basically the way we kind of do stuff, we're very off the cuff. We like to jam. So, you know, someone comes over and we come up with an idea. We fucking film it. Yeah. And that's like it. the hot dog eating contest. That'll be a fun one to see. Yeah. Um, <laughs> man, I'm trying to think of some others. Yeah. The Kenneth Washington show starring Jeff. Yes. Um, Yes. Yeah, that's kind of a reoccurring one. We got about like six episodes of that. Um, Jeff, our drummer. Yeah, I was about to say, Jeff, that's your drummer that looks like Ringo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Kenneth Washington is his uh, is his little um, host name, and he interviews just various people we have on the show. Usually, it's us, just in character. Um, <laughs> just some stupid shit. <laughs> that's awesome. I mean, stupid shit is always the best. I feel like, I mean, there's a huge audience for stupid shit. I mean, do you, know, you ever Thank just want to play dress up in front of a green screen and get silly as fuck? Like, yeah, let yeah. us know. Let yeah. us know. You're invited. <laughs> yeah. Awesome, yeah. Anybody Me and Mel know. will break out the unicorn and tiger outfit and we'll come dance in front of a green screen. Oh, please. Yeah. 
yeah, yeah we have the whole section of our basement it's just like um at the beginning of the pandemic um dude all everything was closing down so we drove all over um tennessee to all the joanne fabrics like the week everything was closed <laughs> and we get to a joanne fabrics and we're like sorry guys we're closed I'm like we was trying to get all the Kelly green fabric and we had to learn how to use a sewing machine and like so we could, we could oh so that's how you made your green screen yeah. going around Ke- we <laughs> uh, couldn't buy fabrics. one it was like $300 yeah, or something so on Amazon expensive. like no they're just gonna make it yeah so. like everything else <laughs> do it yourself that's, that's the best way to do it I try to make things as much as I can you know but mm-hmm. it's hard to do in the audio world you know it's, you can't really make a audio interface <laughs> No, the interface is the thing, but you can start building your um, uh, outboard gear. You know, like you could build preamps, you could build EQs. Um, Cappy makes a lot of really good kits. I want to start getting into building their 500 series kits this summer. That's that's what I'm looking for. I've never even considered building a preamp. I, uh, I'll have to look into that because I need one. Can you solder? Yes, I can. Okay, well, yeah, yeah, of course, you're an electrical guy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you totally should. Oh, well, sure. then you the, definitely the can do it. The kits are super easy. That's where I'm going to start with anyway, and I think yeah. they're local. And it just comes, like, with a little kit, almost like a Lego set or something. It's like, solder this resistor here and this I think it's diode. Su- yeah, super, super simple. That's cool, man. Yeah, I might actually look into that. Yeah. yeah hey, if you want to do it, I'm, I need a buddy, so, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man, we'll come over here and set up, like, a little uh, workbench or something. <laughs> Yeah, see, this is this is the type of stuff I really want to be doing. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so what happened to your singer? Yeah, uh, Caitlin was her name, right? Uh, yeah. Why did she Why did she leave the band? Oh, it's a it's a hard story, man. It's, uh, well, it if you not, don't want to get into it, that's okay. It, we no, might, it might not be worth getting into, but um, is it drama and stuff? No, not necessarily, man. It's just it, it it wasn't it wasn't fitting the way that it used to, and and, mm-hmm. and she's 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 a very sweet person. Um, and it was it was a hard decision for us to you know move on without her but um you know for the we we kind of changed musical directions a little bit too i mean with this new song coming out it's it's not quite the same as you know the stuff that we were playing live and we're probably not gonna be playing that stuff live ever again you know maybe yeah i don't think you'd be able to and i mean you'd have to get a that last song off your uh uh the last album you put out with her vocals and uh Man, I love that fucking song, and to think that it'll never be performed again is a little dis- disappointing. But was that, was that, what was the Queen. Oh yeah, we'll play that one again. Okay. Awesome. I think that that vocal part is gonna turn into like an epic uh, sax solo or something. Oh fuck yeah! yeah. <laughs> Put a bunch. You of can always on rearrange it. things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what we're finding now. Is just you know a, a good song is a good song. Um, when you play it live, you know, you can do whatever you want in the studio, but you know playing it live is just coming up with a great arrangement, and that yeah. can mean anything. But. Yeah, yeah, she she kind of left our our group, you know, in early January, and uh, you know we've just been trudging on ever since. Well, just... we're back to our roots now because we started off as a duo, and now it's kind of full circle. Right. Back to that, and I mean, I I enjoyed the experience. I thought it was a great learning experience. Um, but this feels kind of more of a, a more authentic musical direction that's true to our roots and what we really want to be doing. So. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. it's disappointing that. I don't know. I loved the old version, but I'm sure the direction, the new direction you're moving is going to be, you know, equally as fantastic. So, uh, you know, it's sort of like the Phoenix thing. It's just a new, new d- direction you build your music in, I guess. Yeah. So, you know, I'm sure everyone will enjoy that too. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, I mean, we're hoping, but if not, fuck them. You know, we're just trying to do what's um what's best for the music and what's authentic to us right mm-hmm. now, and you know, like. We just had to figure out a way to to, to to keep on growing, especially after the last year. And it's like, 
you know, you can only go in one direction for so long before you're like, oh man, if th- th- this this might be a dead end. You know, yeah. you gotta. If it's not working, it's not working. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So, are there any plans to play live, or are you or are you guys like a one track mind band when it comes to that? Right yes. now, we we're one track. Yeah, we got to finish the record. If we don't finish the record, because see, if you're working on at least for us, if you're recording and you're trying to play live. You well, we ended up having to us. We just ended up playing live, and we uh, just stopped recording. And then before we knew it, now it's been two years since our first album came out, and we're like, all right, we need to put another one out. So mm-hmm. no live at all whatsoever until we finish the record, and then we'll be able to start getting back into it. I can't wait. Does the re- does the new album have a name? Or did no. I react? No, we haven't gotten okay. that. We far. don't. We don't know anything. It, yet. It'll reveal itself when <laughs> yeah. it's when it's time. It'll present itself. Yeah. <laughs> But 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 as soon as we you know we're we're hoping you know as soon as we do get pl- playing live it's it's gonna be it's gonna be game over like we're we're dying we're itching I mean it's more of like a um like an exercise in discipline not to, to not do go it. out and play yeah. live right now because I mean just going to that show last night I, I p- people were digging live music right now it was a beautiful thing to see the East Room packed like that like mm-hmm. you know everyone just smiling happy you know energy. I can only imagine like well I mean I don't have to imagine I've I've been a lifelong musician and been in bands and everything. So going to the East Room and seeing it packed and feeling that energy, uh, I can only, you know, I'm sure you're just like, oh, we got to get back on fucking stage. So, but yeah, uh, I can't, I can't wait till you guys actually finish the album and uh, we can start seeing you live again. It'd be awesome. We're excited too. Um, We're wrapping it up. (laughs) The, uh, so is there... uh, This is going to be an impossible question because you said you have so many songs out right now, but is there like a favorite maybe a favorite song or one that has a deeper meaning to you guys? And if so, can you sort of give us like a backstory about it? Um, mm. Electric Traveler, definitely like my favorite right now, but doesn't necessarily have a deep meaning. I mean, it's kind of, you know, about a dude traveling through space, <laughs> hanging out. Um, but I don't know. Is there anything that stands out to you? I can't even say anything yet because right now we only have, well, other than the one we just put out, we have two others that are basically done, like ready for mixing. So everything else is 70% there, 80% there. So I can't even say until some weeks still have to write a hook. They're just right. in various stages of development. What, so. about, what about Moonbeam Baby? Oh, we, I do love that we, song. We did, it all in four th- we did it all in the 432 frequency. You know about that? No. What is... Okay. Uh, what's cool. significant about that? Well, most music, you know, um, nowadays, four forty. Yeah, it's it. You you tune to a four forty, like your a note is four hundred forty hertz. Right. Um, you go back in, you know, back in the recesses of time, probably like you know nineteen twenties, nineteen thirties. Like your standard concert tuning was um four hundred and thirty two hertz. So everybody would, you know, it's 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 like a semitone just mm-hmm. down, and not uh, even. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 very slight, but um, <clears throat> it's um. Is as far as like the uh, what do you call it, the harmonic sequence, overtones. The overtone series, yeah. It's um, it's it, it, Earth vibrates at um, at eight hertz, and so it's if you're if you look at the overtone series, the same as the Fibonacci series. It's um, uh, four thirty two is a multiple of um, it, it's it's within that harmonic series of eight. Um, so there's a lot of speculation on four thirty two whether or not um, it, it's how do you how do you describe it? It's just, I, I don't really want to get that into it, but okay. basically there have been studies conducted that human beings respond in a more positive way to music that is that is in that range opposed to the 440. 
I think I remember learning about this in school now that you're bringing it up. Um, yes. Isn't it like the universe resonates, or maybe y'all just said that, that the universe resonates in that way? Yeah, and, and then... the Fibonacci series, which is kind of like, it's a blueprint of many things in life, like yeah. photosynthesis and just DNA, and yeah, it's, it's, it's a, everywhere. It's a pattern, like it's a ratio. It's like, you know, zero and one, you know, is, 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 is one, one and one is two, two and one is three, three and two is five, five and right. three is eight, you know, it's like yeah. this whole this whole thing um that they can just be broken down into so many other things but we just like fucking with it dude like man let's let's see what we could let's do a song at 432 and it was really hard for me to actually sing in that frequency i kept finding myself like going a little bit sharp which Mm. makes sense because 432 versus 440 your everything's a little flat at four yeah a little bit just a little bit under pitch yeah so i that was like kind of a mind fuck for me but i think the song um i like it yeah, and it definitely yeah, has it a different effect. I mean, you will be the judge of that ultimately because yeah. now we're too far in it. But I'm curious to hear what people think if they have any feelings about it. Yeah, yeah if you it. listen to it, you're like, huh, I feel at one with this song. I don't know why. Yes. <laughs> like, I wouldn't want anyone necessarily to think about that before listening to mm-hmm. it, but maybe just notice if they felt different. Yeah. yeah. It was just one experiment because we did everything with a, um, like a frequency generator. So we gave it to tune every oscillator. You know, we had to tune, um, we recorded the drums on um the 388 so like you know i i, I soloed the snare drum and tried to figure out you know How exactly to pitch it down a little bit. yeah just to get it within <laughs> that that um you know frequency um range and everything and just it built everything slowly but surely just within that um you know you have to tune all the acoustic guitars slightly you know flat and everything but it was it's just a big experiment Even the saxophone yeah that yeah. was hard yeah the saxophone that was part. also really hard yeah because you probably have to do that with your mouth, right, to pitch well, it down? Well, you actually pull the mouthpiece oh, out because the okay. in is sharp, out yeah. is uh, flatter. Okay. So I was kind of like adjusting like hairlines and mm. I'd hear, I'd be like, nope, that's not right. <laughs> and it was just like 10 minutes of just like, where's the perfect spot? Yeah, we spent we spent forever on that. <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of, we're cursing at each other for that so one. So what, why, why do we not use that tuning anymore? Do you know? Um, I forget the story behind it. I, you know, there's different accounts like some people say that during world war ii um there was like this mandate that 440 became the official uh toning level for a in germany Hmm. um and in france um damn nazis i don't ultimately (laughs) i don't even really know i've read a lot of things but i I don't want to say something wrong i've just heard so many different reasons though it's just Mm -hmm. like oh yeah you know like it's better for the piano and then like everything from that to the nazis to like you know exactly yeah it's there's i i every because i'll ask everybody about you run into like old piano tune or something like hey man so what's up with that 432 thing and they'll tell you well it was actually 435 and like yeah you know i don't think anybody knows so it's a myth it's a myth a legend yeah Interesting, though. In an experiment for us. (laughs) Yeah, that's an interesting thing to do, though. Um, Well, is there anything else you guys want to pitch? I mean, this is going to be kind of a short episode because we're basically just um, uh, promoting your your new single coming out. I really, uh, not only are you guys the first, um, you know, the first podcast I put out and the first repeat guest, I also uh, had no show notes because I've already talked about everything with you guys. And, uh, um, yeah, I've sort of run out of material. <laughs> Is there anything you guys want to pitch or, or talk about? Well, maybe the um, the music video? Yeah, we should, yeah, we should talk out about the music video. Because yeah. the music video is coming out in two weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you guys made a music video, it's going to be the shit. 
tell me about that process. Mm, where do we begin with that? You take it away. Okay, so I, did, I, don't, I came home. I was doing something. I think I was when I was working as a fucking maid. It was in January, and I I come home and- <laughs> A maid? We're at Molly maids or something? Uh, yes. Yeah, so I I'm wish. Like, uh, that would be I'd really probably funny, make more money, but, but yeah, I know I was- I was a fucking maid. <laughs> we all have to have our side gigs. Yeah, I lasted as long as it did, but it was it was some goofy shit. Um, but anyway, I come home and her and Tom are sitting on the floor, and they're like, "Okay, we wrote the music video." I was like, "We storyboarded the whole thing out." He was like, "What?" Because usually, like, that's kind of what they do. Okay. But I got in there today. Yeah. Or that day. <laughs> well, and and so I look at, it, I was like, "Well, it's, it was a really complicated process, just you know, actually making it happen." Because if the whole it was like okay um isaac you're gonna get abducted and then you know you're on the spaceship and then you guys are spaceshipping it up and then you get you know the, the, the cops are coming after you and you you know you get into a police chase in space and it's like well that's that's cool and everything but you know we're in tennessee <laughs> right and we got to figure out all the processes that, you know but that's how always how it goes like i will usually come up with ideas that are kind of complicated so will tom Isaac and I and Tom will fight about it and he'll be like, no, I have to do all of these because he knows everything about like how to make like I have ideas sometimes, but I don't always know how to make them happen. And he's the one who's like, all right, we're going to do this, this, this and this. So we fought about it for maybe like an hour. And then he was like, OK, we'll build all this stuff because we had to build like a set for a spaceship. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we went in our like the, our laundry room and we got like these <laughs> huge shelves and we just piled all the gear we could find on it. And then. Tom and I are looking at each other they're like, well, it looks great. You know, we were like, we had green screened all the edges, you know, all the parts that we couldn't get with the fabric, you know, we get the frog tape out and everything. Um, we're like, well, this is really cool, but it'd be even cooler if it lit up. <laughs> so then, okay, there's the next two hours, like plugging everything in and like, okay, well, yeah, we got some TV, you know, rack mounted TVs right here, but okay, let's put something on there. We had all the tape machines up there and like, like moving and spinning. And then basically what we did was just film the background for the whole, um, you know interior of the spaceship um we just filmed it uh, as a separate thing in a different room and then we green screened it behind us as like the background whenever we were um like actually in the spaceship so you'll see what i mean it was like we had to we, we were ha we were having to create layers yeah for, for the green screen and it's all analog that you're doing it all analog all and so you're editing in real time with uh, the background and then you guys come like how does that work well, yeah, so we, we put the backgrounds on a tape, and then when we, we went into the other room where we kind of had, like, you know, a steering wheel and, like, you know, <laughs> like a fucking Fostex mixer, you know, it was, like... like to make was, it like, seem like it was in the spaceship. Yeah. Yeah, it's just goofy. Um, and then that's in front of a green scheme, but then you, you take the tape of the background you filmed, throw it in, and then you just key that under your green screen. So we had to come up with a lot of different angles, and we'd just be really smart about how we... How, how we did everything and there's a lot of points of animation in it that uh that we did completely uh i, I did the animations by hand um and then basically we had to come up with three different layers because we wanted to have three different colors for like you know there's the spaceship which is just like a little clay model that we built and then that's in front of a green screen and then there's the layer of like the beam coming down for the abduction there's the the night sky behind it that's a different layer and then there's the little dude being abducted so like there's and you all, drew all that i drew all of it and yeah. like you know animated make gifs out of everything that's amazing well yeah and then you you have three different cameras pointing at three different monitors that you have those displayed on and then everything's coming um 
go going through a couple um, MX50s, which are, you know, Panasonic mixing boards, and just, you're li you had to line everything up, and we probably took Tom and I, I mean, Tom's really the one that, that, that figured all this out, he's the real Tom.net, ladies and gentlemen, um, <laughs> but we, we had an incredible time making it, because it was just such a huge exercise in, like, what we can do, and... Um, it was it was it was very in depth process. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, it sounds extremely technical, and like um, <laughs> you guys have a really deep knowledge in what you're doing. I feel like you could uh, probably like monetize that in some way, but that's where my brain goes. If anyone I, out there hears that, yeah, help yeah. Us. If anybody else out there hears that, let us know. <laughs> what could we do? Yeah, we do it all day if we didn't have to go make money somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. yeah right. That's what I'm saying. You guys could like. You guys could have that as like a service you provide to artists around town, and then you could just do that for your fucking job. That would be awesome. Yeah, well, if Tom is in town more, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's out in the desert right now. Um, he sent me a picture yesterday. He's recording uh, some girl in the the yeah. They're out there in the middle of the desert, and he's he's got a bus that he lives out of. Um, before he left, he was actually here a couple weeks ago. We installed a bunch of racks in the bus because I mean his bus is crazy. He's got um he's got fender roads in the back. He's like he's got his bed on the side. He's got all his ways to cook and you know it, I mean it's a funky funky bus. Um you know he keeps a little drum set tucked in there and um that's wild. That's uh, he's living the complete nomadic life. Yeah. But then like living out of a studio. Well, yeah, yes. Yeah. It, 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 but it's the same thing. We build all these racks, and he's got all his um, editing equipment rack mounted now, and it's all solar powered. We put the solar panels on the on the roof and everything too. So he's out there just mobile studio and that stuff <laughs> for the rest of the summer in the middle of the desert. Super cool. But we can't monetize anything. <laughs> he has all the gear. Yeah. Uh, gotcha. <laughs> um, so uh, I saw you guys like rented a, a a hotel room or something. Does that have anything to do with the music video? You guys were like. In a hotel room, like busting shit up with a bat. Oh, uh -huh. that was for Texas Toast. Oh, music so that's video. like a long time ago. Okay. Yes. Years ago, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that was um on Dickerson Road, the uh, the Savoy Motel. It was a throwback. Lilani just uh, rented a, a hotel room from someplace on Dickerson Road, and I was like, one of the meth motels down there. Like, mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, well, there's a, there's a few, I suppose. Yeah, Sa Savoy seemed like a gentle uh, motel. In like you know the whole like meth spectrum, perhaps um, they were they were like really <laughs> they sweet. Gentle meth. Yeah. They were, and they they just you know they weren't even worried about us doing anything. I, who was the what was the guy's name? Uh, who broke the mirror for a music video in that? Oh, dude, Billy Ray Cyrus. Oh yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah. So at the Savoy Motel, the people who own it, they said, yeah, because we told them we were gonna film a music video. We didn't like keep it from them. Right. They're like, yeah, in that room over there, Billy Ray Cyrus, he broke a mirror and it was actually filmed in the video. Like they were so proud of it, <laughs> and we happy. were like, we're not gonna break any mirrors. Don't <laughs> worry. And we cleaned it up. It looked just as clean as when we got there. So. Dude, I broke that TV with a baseball bat. Right. Our, like our TV. Not their yeah, yeah, it was my grandma's TV, dude. Her <laughs> sharp, like from when I was growing up. But um, I I hit it so like you know it was just one take really you had. But I mean it was deafening. It was so fucking loud because the TV was on. I broke the bat like it was like I'm, it was just, just broke it somehow. It all like worked. Um, but I mean it sounded like a gunshot. <laughs> and we like ran outside. We're like, oh my god, they're gonna call the cops. And like, no, nah, no one like bad. No one even cared. Like, yeah, you know, people get shot. Like, You're on Dickerson Road, man. They don't care. Yeah, our ears were ringing for like, you know, because it kind of shocked me too, man. I don't know if it was the shock from just the vibration of breaking a baseball bat, like some Mark McGuire shit, you know. Yeah, yeah. But, um, or if it was just like actually like I got zapped or something, man. But my hands were like vibrating for like three hours, man. 
Yeah, they'll do that when you hit something with a baseball bat. <laughs> uh, so when does this, the uh, the most recent music video that you guys just got done with, when is that coming out? Uh, what? Four weeks? Four no, 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 4th oh. of July. Oh, July. is it? Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's coming out on the 4th of fucking July, dude. Praise <laughs> be to the United States. Lost in the Chronic is coming soon. Um, <laughs> I didn't even realize that. Okay. Yeah, we, yeah, we, just, we scheduled it out like the other day. Okay, cool. Yes, July 4th. Awesome. Yeah. And this is for Lost in the Chronic, you said? It's for Lost in the Chronic, man. When is um when is uh the next song that you guys have in the in the bank coming out? I'll never tell. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, sooner rather than later. We but. just we actually don't know, like legit. So still working on it? Uh no, it's done. It just needs to get mixed and uh maybe we'll add some other things to it. So it'll be soon. Awesome. Well, uh again. Thank you guys so much for coming over for the second time. My first repeat guest. It's fucking awesome. And, and I've said it like three times now, but the very first podcast that I released was with you guys. So this is a really special for me to have you guys back on. Dude. So, I mean, thank you guys so much. Um, I'll give you guys the end of the episode to plug everything one more time. But again, I end these episodes the same way every time. I don't remember if I was doing this when you, the first time, but uh, who is a local artist? that you guys would recommend to the listener that you think they need to be shouted out? Ooh, so many. I know. That's what everyone says. Feel free to list like a litany. Okay. Well, <laughs> I would say uh, Nordista Freeze, um, Ogan Alley, um, oh goodness. Cosmic Collective. Cosmic Collective, for sure. The they just moved to uh, North Carolina, Cosmic Collective. Did they? Yeah, because I reached out to them because I saw their stuff no. and I was like, you guys have a weird sister vibe and you're... Your stuff is really awesome, and I was trying to get them on the podcast, and they said they had just moved to North Carolina. Oh, well, I, I'm sad because I was actually going to hit them up to come and jam, so oh. that sucks. But I'm I'm happy for them if I'll they're happy. I'll go to North Carolina to jam. Yeah, with we'll them. go to North Carolina. <laughs> I hope I'm thinking of the right band. I'm pretty yeah, Cosmic Collector. It's a keyboardist and a bass player. Yeah, yes. they're yeah. they're insane. They so just, good, man. Mm -hmm. Love their music so much. Yeah, their stuff's awesome. Yeah, check out Cosmic Collective and anyone else you guys want to uh, shout out for Tales? those. Yeah, Tales. Um, John Con, or Con Jondit. Con Jondit. Con Jondit. Um, We're going to play on his record, actually. It'll come out, I think, next year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, this, the semi-supervillains. <laughs> Vinny is a close personal hero of ours. Um, Volk. Volk is awesome. Volk rules. They've been on the show. Yep. The Eldridge Band. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, howdy, y'all. I'm forgetting so many people right now. Yeah. Let's just shout out everyone in Nashville. Yeah. Okay. Everybody. Everybody, <laughs> everybody that I've ever heard, I have enjoyed. The so. Morning After Crew. Yes. <laughs> the morning after that sounds familiar too. Uh, yeah, that's our that's our roommate Charlie. Um, they oh, cool. are a hip hop extraordinary experience. Oh, I think I've seen some of their videos online. Yeah, they yeah. get. Uh, yeah. We we've done some of VHS projects with them too. Yeah, that's cool. Some of their mm -hmm. stuff uh, live with Roy Kelly, starring the Morning After Crew, <laughs> and uh, me and Gabby eating pizza at the end. <laughs> yeah. Gosh. Deep cut. Well, guys, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, take the end of the episode and just shout out everything that you're doing and uh, let the listener and me know. I want to know everything you guys got coming up, including these awesome recordings. Okay. Well, Lost in the Chronic is out everywhere. You can play music now. Um, our music video is coming out in on July 4th. And uh, we have an album that will come out hopefully end of this year, early next year. What about you, Isaac? Uh, we're just gonna be playing some shows here. Everything she said, all that shit. But um, 
for everything, all your questions, concerns, or compliments, because, you know, we a couple ego freak divas, <laughs> um, give us a call at 412-407-5136. That's the official Weird Sisters hotline. And you can, everything else that you need for the complete experience and links to everywhere and everything, just start clicking on shit. Go to theweirdsistersband.com. You heard it. Go to weirdsistersband.com. That is their incredible website. And I didn't know they had a fucking hotline, too. So give them a call and uh, see what kind of weird shit they have to say. Guys, thank you so much for coming on. Thanks and for having uh, us. I can't wait to see you live. Thank you. Yeah, we can't wait to play live. <laughs> All right. Thanks, guys. Dude, that was fun. Hey, I wanted to say, man, um, we've been talking about your wife's And that is the episode with the Weird Sisters. Don't forget to check out their awesome new single, Lost in the Chronic, as well as the video that's coming out soon. Um, like I said, this was a very special one for me because this is our very first repeat guest, and they were the very first guests that I released for the show. Um, also, keep a lookout for all of their incredible video content that's coming out very soon. And keep an eye out for our content that's coming out. We have the Deconstructed Sessions that is continuing Tuesday on the 13th. And we also have our very first live show at the Original Basement, September 1st. So keep an eye out on all of our socials for details on that as the date gets closer. All right, and now we will transition out of the episode with the song that we talked about during the podcast off of their last album. This song is called The Martian Queen. Like an interstellar dweller of Mars And baby, I'm the queen